0: All right, let's start. Hey there, all my fantastic fanatics. This is your man, Dr. Usher, coming at you live with a fantastic word of encouragement. Today, we're going to be talking about testing those spirits that are speaking to you on a daily basis because we all know we live in a world, but not just a normal world. We live in a natural world and a supernatural world, world. We have the physical realm and we have the spiritual realm. And sometimes the spiritual realm manipulates things in the natural realm that will cause you to feel fear, intimidation, anger, depressed, uh, worried, and all these negative emotions. And so I want to teach you today how to challenge, how to test to see if those spirits are of God or if it's just something that's not of God. I gotta teach you how to get the victory over what's happening in your life because if you don't get the victory, you're gonna continually fail or fall into the traps of the devil. All the devil has to do is Send a stupid word or through a spirit to you, or through a friend, or use somebody to get to you. And next thing you know, you're feeling down, depressed, busted, and disgusted. And the goal of today's message is to get you out of that cycle. And there. What we're going to show, what I'm going to show you in the Bible, everybody, is going to help you break that cycle. Because let me tell you something: how how spirits work. Spirits cannot interact in the natural realm without a physical body. Because Remember, when Jesus was dealing with legion, you know, what happened? It wasn't the spirits that was going around picking up stuff and breaking chains. It was using the physical human body. And you got to understand that if Satan's going to get to you, he's not just going to pick up, you know, this thing and just bop you upside the head with it. If Think about it. If Satan had the ability and the demons had the ability and spirits had the ability to operate in the natural realm, like they, sh- like they show in the movies, they would just simply pick up a knife and kill every Christian, but they can't. What they do do, however, is they influence the thoughts of man to do their bidding. So they'll speak to you know, this guy on the street corner, hey, pick up your knife and go stab that person, and that person go stab that person. Or you will say, pick up that gun and go shoot that dude, and that person will go shoot that dude. Well, same thing happens in the news media. You got people who are not submitted to the word of God, who are not following the word of God, that are leading our news broadcasts, these producers, these executives. And so when the enemy speaks to them, hey, I want you to plant fear. I want you to talk about COVID. I want you to talk about, you know, all these horrible things going on in the world. And I want you to instill fear in people. Or they'll say, we want you to attack, you know, Christians. Or, they'll talk to, or the spirit will talk to a politician and tell the politician, I need you to enact rules that will limit the Christian's ability to be an effective witness or to pass immoral laws that will bring forth the wrath of God on the earth. And so that's how these spirits operate. So what I'm going to show you here in the Bible is how to identify and how to break past that. Okay, and here we go. So if you don't mind, turn to your Bibles to First John and we're going to go into uh, chapter uh, 1 John chapter 4. We're going to start at verse 1. And it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits. Spirits, but test the spirits. So that's letting you know. It's not just going to be one. Sometimes we say, oh, it's Satan. No, Satan has a whole legion of hierarchy of demons and spiritual principalities operating all around us. So it's just not one. And that's also letting you know it's not just going to happen one time. You're going to have multiple attacks attacking you, daily, weekly, yearly, annually, biannually, however you want it. But just just understand the fact that it says spirits. Okay. So it says, test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now, why do you think it says? Spirits and then false prophets. Because remember, I just told you, spirits can only operate in the physical realm using a human body. So what they'll do is they'll raise up an individual, a man or a woman of God, or, or not of God, but per, uh, I say, uh, the appearance of God, of godliness, or of religiosity, or spirituality, and they'll use that individual and get him to say the things that they want said to you. Because the whole goal is to deceive you and trick you, so verse two it says, "But this you know, the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that denies that that I'm sorry, verse three, every and every spirit that yeah. does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit." of Antichrist which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world so the spirit of Antichrist this was written approximately in 60 AD so the spirit of Antichrist was already there so what does the spirit of Antichrist look like it's these people who are proclaiming to be men or women of God prophets if you will according to the scripture that Satan will use to speak lies point blank and the whole thing is to deceive you so let's go down to verse 4. Okay. Now, it says, verse 4, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So these men or women who are out there preaching this garbage, deceiving a lot of people, it can, you can be easily intimidated by their presence because, let's, let's face it, you know, they're very braggadocious, and if you come against me, you're coming against the prophet of God, and you'll be cursed, and you'll be damned, and all these bad things will happen to you. <sighs> but the Word of God is telling you in verse um, <laughs> verse 4, and in the King James, it says, Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world, meaning these false prophets. The God that's in you is greater than that guy, and you got to be man or woman enough to stand up and say, Hey, guy, you're speaking falsehoods what you're speaking is not the truth it's evil and allow the Holy Spirit to use you to do that verse 5 they are they are of the world meaning those false prophets therefore they speak as of the world and the world hears them now this is interesting these false prophets when these spirits are using them to speak lies when they're manipulating their thoughts and manipulating you know their mannerisms You know, the Bible is telling you that these people are of the world. They're not of God. And isn't it strange how the world listens to them? Now you might be thinking, well Ralph, you know, Sister Sally listens to this prophet, Uh, he listens to that prophet on television all the time. She's a believer. Well according to the Word of God, no they're not. Any person that listens to a a, um, a false prophet that follows these people that are being manipulated by Spirits false spirits or what I call demonic spirits or unclean spirits or you know spirits of lies They're not of God. They're not in God. They're not in the kingdom of God They're of the world because they're being deceived because those of us who are following God or in God We won't be deceived. So don't you think it's strange how these people? that you are watching in your life every day, you know sister Sally and all of them How is it that they're deceived and you're not? Think about it. How is it that you are not deceived and you're not following those false prophets but other people are? You want to know the secret? It's because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And because you're not of the world and you're not in the world, you you can't be deceived. Okay? But what about them? Are they really following Christ? Nope. They're not. They're what we call a false believer. They have the appearance of godliness, they, they speak the right words, but the simple fact that they're being deceived is proof enough for you and for me to know that these people are of the world. They're not really godly people. They're just acting godly because if they were true godly people, they wouldn't be deceived. So anyway, let's move on. And check this out, verse five. They are of the world, meaning these false prophets, And these spirits that are manipulating these false prophets, they're of the world. Therefore they speak as of the world and the world hears them. People of the world will hear them, but people of God will not because we know that they're false. Verse six, we are of God. Just like I said, we are of God. He who knows God hears us. He who is not of God does not hear us. By this we know the spirit of truth In the spirit of error when you are walking in Christ and you are walking with God and you are spending that time with him you won't be deceived because we are the ones who have the truth and those people who are of God will hear you when you tell them hey don't listen to that, that's false teaching, that's false doctrine, that's the spirit speaking to that man that's trying to deceive you and deceive everybody around you, because remember, the people of God hears us, if you're a person of God, you are hearing what I'm saying right now, and it's empowering you, feel your spirit right now, your spirit man is being empowered by this word, why, because this is life, because you have God in you, I have God in me, and I'm speaking his truth, and therefore this word is like becoming alive to you right now, because it's true. But those who are of the world, they won't hear what I got to say. They won't hear what you got to say. They'll fight with you. They'll call you names. They'll say, oh, you're being religious or you're being judgmental or how dare you talk about the prophet or the man of God like that. Who do you think you are? And I'm just telling people that's just how it is. The Bible's letting you know the world is not going to hear you. They're just not going to hear you. But if you're of God, they will hear you. And if they're of God, they will hear you. Okay? let's go Uh, verse 7 beloved verse 7 here we go here's the key beloved let us love one another for love is of God and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God verse 8 he who does not love does not know God for God is love in this the love of God was manifested towards us that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world that we may live through him. Verse 10, and this is love. Not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Verse 11, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. Now, you notice that this transition between identifying the spirit of truth and the spirit of error all all of a sudden transitions into love because this is how it connects. When you're walking in love and you're walking with that communion of the Holy Spirit and you understand what, what agape love is and you're really trying to do your best to reach people because your motivation for reaching these people is not because you're trying to get a following, it's not because you're trying to get money, it's not because you're trying to make a big name for yourself, it's because you genuinely care, genuinely care about people. Sometimes I have trouble saying genuinely, so help me say that word. One more time, genuinely care about people that sets you apart from the false prophets or those false people or those people who are of the world because when those people get up there and speak they're not doing it because they love you they're doing it because they're trying to get your money and they're trying to make a name for themselves and build themselves a little kingdom and so this is what separates the spirit of truth from the spirit of error because we're not out here trying to make a name for ourselves we're out here trying to love you into the kingdom of God because we see that you're making a mistake we see that you're following a false doctrine and here we are taking our time out of our day to help you recognize, hey, you got to quit listening to that joker. You got to quit giving your money to that false prophet on television. You got you to gotta turn off that radio station when that guy comes on the air because he's not teaching the truth. Well, why would you say something like that to somebody? Because you love them. But when you're of the world, your motivation is quite the opposite. Oh, you need to listen to this guy because he's gonna tell you stuff and he's gonna show you how to get blessed and you know you give him a hundred dollars and he's gonna give you 000, 000, a million dollars get a million dollar blessing and all these good things. And see, it's not about love at that point. It's about what you can get. See, love is about what you can give and that's the difference between the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Because love is about giving. The spirit of error is about, oh, what can I get for me, 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 me. It's all about me, 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 me. And so that's why you gotta learn how to walk in love. Because the power to discern spirits comes through knowing the love of God. Because the love of God, when something just comes across untrue or not right, something inside you'll feel uneasy. That love of God that you have in you will feel kind of like, ugh, that doesn't sound quite right. Hello? (laughs) that's because the spirit of truth is letting you know that the spirit of error is being spoken to your ears and if you're and if you're not careful not saying that anything bad happened to you but if you're not careful and you don't pay attention to it you'll ignore it and you'll end up allowing people around you to fall into heresy and false doctrine when all you had to do was speak see some people are, are, are in the mindset of believing that Hey, if I don't say anything, everything's gonna be hunky-dory and nobody gets mad at me and it's all good. Well, that's not the spirit of truth and that's not the spirit of love. The spirit of love is, hey, you see somebody in error, you see somebody in sin, you have to say something. Your motivation is love. Now here's the deal, people over the world will say you're operating in hate and some of you will get affected by that, but you gotta remember, love is subjective. And so when someone tells you that, oh man, you're not walking in love, they don't know your heart. So why are you receiving it? all Because they received it as hate or if they received it as something other than love? It's not your fault. It could be the position and the mindset that they're in or the spirit that they're listening to. Because remember, there are spirits operating behind this stuff. So when when you're correcting someone, two things are going to happen. Either they're going to repent or they're going to rebel you've heard that somewhere before (laughs) right here on this show you know so the goal is don't be afraid to speak up the power of love the love of God working through you his voice speaking through you because think about it when God speaks through you the devil is speaking through other people but remember when God speaks through you the Bible says greater is he that's in you so whatever God is saying through you is greater than what's being said by those other evil demonic filled people false prophets and stuff and those false preachers so you don't have a reason to fear but we get intimidated I mean think about it you know the prophet Isaiah he was intimidated and he called down fire from heaven and he was intimidated he got scared and it's okay to be scared but remember if you read first John again and read all the way through you'll see where it says Perfect love cast off fear. What does perfect love mean? It means that you understand that, hey, this is the love of God. It has nothing to do with me, I can't earn it, can't do anything to, to increase it. It's just something that God just gives, freely gives, and it's perfect as it is. And so this perfect love casts off fear, and so you gotta rest in the confidence of the fact that, hey, what's in you is perfect and you don't have to improve upon it. You don't have to say, well if I could only change the way I say things because sometimes I say things the wrong way. No, how do you know? If you're saying it with an attitude of, of love and you have God's love in you, then your love is already perfected. And maybe God needs people like you to say it the way you're saying it because somebody needs to hear it the way you got to deliver it. So don't ever put yourself down, you know, if, you, if these people who are being manipulated by spirits are telling you, oh man, you, you're not saying that in love or you know, uh, that's a bunch of hate speech. Oh uh, no, no, no. Ignore that stuff. Okay, people? So, with that being said, this is Dr. Usher. And I hope that you've learned how to overcome in this area of a life. I hope that you've are you're able to identify, you know, the spirit of truth and the spirit of error and I pray that you would use this information to impact the people around you and help people get to know the love of God because the love of God is amazing. This, This love that God has for us, he's so patient, he's so kind, and even though we want God to bring down the fires of heaven and destroy the whole world, he hasn't done it yet. Why? Because he loves his creation he loves the the drunkard, he loves the gay guy, he loves all these people out there cheating on their wives and beating on their kids and doing all this evil stuff, he actually loves them and every day is their opportunity to repent but the only way they're gonna repent is if you use your gift which is your mouth to speak the truth in love and what does speaking the truth in love mean? It means that you speak it from an attitude and say, hey, I don't want nothing in return. I'm just going to tell you this because it'll help you. That's the only way you can determine whether you're speaking in love or not because if you want something in return, then you're not doing it in love. But if you're doing it because I actually care for your life and that if you keep doing this, bad things are going to happen to you, that's good enough for God. And you need to speak up, stand up and speak up. Okay, people? So, with that being said, I gotta let y'all go. This is Dr. S reminding you to do as much good as you can while you can. Time is short, but life is so sweet when you get Jesus. i see y'all later. Bye.